Welcome to Global Minnesota Podcast, connecting, informing, and engaging Minnesotans with the world and exploring important international issues. For a complete list of programs and to join us, visit globalminnesota.org. Today, I'm really pleased to uh, introduce two of our special guests, uh, senior executives from the Hormel Company, which is based here in Minnesota, in Austin, Minnesota. Uh, Jim Sheehan is the chief financial officer. He's an executive vice president and chief financial officer. Uh, and he leads all of the financial areas of this large global company. Some of you know this firm, some of you don't, and you'll learn a little bit more about it today, but you'll learn some really inspiring stories from what they've been doing as a company. His career started at Hormel back in 1978. Over the years, he's had many different management financial leadership positions, um, but he was named chief accounting officer and vice president and chief financial officer in 2016. He has a bachelor's degree from Missouri Western State University and he's a distinguishing alumni. Uh, from that uh, a very important university in a state that's just a little bit south of us here in Minnesota. He's also a graduate of the uh, executive program at the Carlson School of Management at the University of Minnesota. Amy Sheehan is the director of talent acquisition. She's a native of Chicago. You'll see a very nice picture of Chicago behind her today. And the graduate of University of Wisconsin at Stout, pretty near us here, just a little bit east from where we're sitting today. She began her career in public relations in Orlando, Florida. Uh, after a while, she moved back to Chicago. She was uh, began in the field of human resources as a recruiter. And she's worked for Ernst & Young and the American Dental Association before coming to Hormel to join the team. One of the things that she says that inspired her is something that inspires me also about Hormel, the purpose. Inspired people, inspired food. And you'll hear that vision, you'll hear that purpose, that mission, that tagline uh, in their examples and in their uh, stories today. Um, very recently, she's become the corporate recruiter in charge of talent acquisition. Uh, we're gonna hear some of the special things that they've been doing successfully as part of their response to help revitalize, to help recover, to help employees and others to make sure that they come out of this pandemic stronger. So Jim, let me start with you. You can, uh, you can tell us in a large way about the arc of this great company, but I'd like, to, I'd like you to give a chance to just give some of our viewers who may not know as much as others about Hormel, just a kind of understanding of the global scale because we have viewers from the entire planet. Uh, uh, give us a, just a little bit on the Hormel global, global footprint. Well, thank you, Mark. Uh, Hormel is a 130-year-old company, started in Austin, Minnesota, where we still have our global headquarters. We do $9 billion in revenues. We operate in 80 countries worldwide. We have 18,000 employees uh, globally, and we have 40 product lines that hold either the number one or the number two market share in their categories. Some of the brands are very iconic, such as Spam, Skippy peanut butter, uh, Hormel natural choice products, Hormel black label bacon. But some are surprised to know that we also own Applegate natural and organic meats, uh, holy guacamole, and the Urdez brand of uh, salsa. So Jim, you have been one of the leaders in how companies are supporting their towns and community leaders inside their companies or employees 
but I know that you've had a very special program making sure that uh, the children, dependents of your employees can go to college and also supporting those from your hometown there in Austin. Can you tell us a little bit about Hormel's commitment to education and how this idea has rolled out to support and keep and helping young people to get into college and to get through their college and university training? Certainly, Mark. Uh, for many years, we've had a program in which reimburses employees for their education. And we've supported the natural, the National Merit Society scholarships. But we wanted to do more. We wanted to do more for all 18,000 employees across the, the country. And so what we did is we came up with a program called Inspired Pathways. And Inspired Pathways is about equity in education. We are providing a two-year education for every child of every employee of Hormel. You know, this gives the, the, the opportunity to the families who perhaps couldn't afford to send their children to school. Gives them a two-year education. That could be a start on a four-year degree, an associate degree, or have them be educated in a trade. We really think this is a game changer for our employees and for their families. And it also supports the community colleges. So the, the children are able to attend any community college in their state. And we're very proud of the program and we think it's going to, to make a difference. We know that providing an education for children is becoming more and more expensive. It's more difficult. And it not only supports the families, but it supports the community colleges. And we know that they're having a struggle with, with uh, enrollment. So we see this as just a great opportunity and this focus on equity and education is very important to the company. Well, thank you, Jim. And I'm really glad you brought up that point because we've been seeing the numbers and community colleges mm -hmm. have been hit really hard yes. uh, by the, the COVID pandemic, the economic impact. Um, we know it will take longer. So it seems like this is a really important program. And I remember that um, this program also included things like um, making internships available, making a volunteer support network so that there are really things that we all know it's more than just the cost of tuition and the financial, it's the whole system. And another part of the company's work, uh, Amy Sheehan, I know you've been active in creating uh, that bigger, more robust internship program, especially during this COVID time, which is, you know, counter to where the national trend has been. So many have been just forced to leave behind their internship programs because of the complication. How did it come to be that you decided to lean in to make yours more, more robust and how's it going and how could that be a model like your support of your employees' children for others who are watching today? Sure. Well, when COVID-19 hit, um, our team huddled right away. And when I mean I, our team, our hiring managers, even our CEO to discuss how are we going to handle this important internship experience? Could we do a virtual experience and give our interns the same experience we were known for year over year? And um, it took a lot of work and creativity by the leaders who lead the interns as well as the recruiting team. But it's an important part of our recruitment pipeline here at Hormel. And in fact, about 70% of our interns convert 
convert over to full-time uh, employees. So it's very vital to our success as an organization. As a matter of fact, Jim Sheehan was one of the first um, I would say adopters of the internship program. I think you had some of the first interns at our company, Jim. Um, yeah, yeah. And so we have one of the top internships in the in the country and we recruit all over. We have about 3000 applicants for about 60 interns. And those interns that some of these positions were filled back in October. So these interns were depending on this experience. Um, so it was very important that we created an experience that would rival what we had given them in the past, as well as for us, too. Well, it, it seems like your uh, example is being seen. I know you've been getting very important recognition for, uh, you know, within the United States, um, seeing being recognized as one of America's most responsible companies. Can you uh, think about these things with that UNESCO theme, the recover and revitalize education for the COVID-19 generation? It seems sure. like as a company, you've had to face your own challenges, but you've also been able to think larger and to think about education, which of course is for the whole society. Yeah, I think I think it's really important. I think um, one of the populations, we were all hit by COVID-19, but one of the populations that probably struggled the most were our students. It was a time of uncertainty and a time and when I say our students, I mean across the world, the students, it, that was their social network. That was how they learned. And to flip a switch and have everything be virtual, it was a big challenge. So I think um, Hormel's commitment to that was to really provide an experience that education is not just in a classroom. Education is also learning on the job and learning, you know, these experiences that they get at our corporate headquarters or at many of our offices or facilities. So for us, it was very important to, to give them that piece of their education that they deserved as well. I know Austin, Minnesota is a very unique place, um, a very high number of residents who've come from all over the world there. Um, and I, I saw that you got some fantastic national press uh, because of the, the way that the South Sudanese community uh, has become really integrated and how sports, especially basketball, has been a, a kind of a crucial thing. Those stories have made it around the world and um, it's, a, it's a great tribute um, to the Austin community. I wonder when you think about talent attraction and retention, mm -hmm. if you see that how Hormel has tackled in various ways this pandemic will give you a different way of talking to the thoughtful, young, talented people coming out of our schools and colleges and universities uh, about why Hormel is the place they should come to be inspired um, as you state uh, in your motto? Yeah, I think it is incredibly important. I think we're doing a lot of programs, Inspired Pathways being one of them. Um, we're offering internships at younger ages in some of our manufacturing facilities under Jim Sheehan's group. So getting access to those students who have the roots in the communities in which we are based is very important to sustaining that talent and attracting it uh, into long-term careers here at Hormel. And can you give us any examples of 
how that's going? I mean, it seems like you are the person who's, uh, let's say, on the hot seat, so to speak, talent attraction. This is something that, especially in Minnesota, all of our companies talk about the great challenge in general. Uh, How's it going for you? So I think being, uh, you know, really involved at the high school level and, um, you know, community college level, I think Inspired Pathways is going to give us that edge to, to follow those students who are going through the Inspired Pathways programs at our community colleges and create that communication with them to let them know of these the opportunities within our organization at the professional level and at all levels. So for us, um, it makes the most sense to have that entrance and and be able to reach that population of students at such a young age. You know, I have had the opportunity to mentor some high school students with some local programs like CEO. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Um, It's a really great program. And I hear from the students, well, I had no idea there was a marketing department at Hormel. I didn't know there was a finance department at Hormel. So really trying to reach those students at those young ages, because to be quite honest, when I was in high school, possibly, well, for sure, even college, I wasn't quite sure exactly what I wanted to do. So I think it is about educating them about the opportunities that are available to them at younger ages before they're in college or community college and getting down a path um, to let them know what, what could be available to them. I bet they're doing some bragging on them and on Hormel and you and Jim and others on their social media. That's a whole new world. So uh, I'm supposed you you watch that pretty closely. Is that part of your strategy, part of your approach? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we want to create experiences for our interns that are not forgettable, right? So I think the hardest part um, during the COVID environment was trying to create situations where we, where our where our interns could experience our culture, which I think is amazing, and and being able to to do that virtually. We did hear from the interns and got some great feedback as to how they while they weren't live, they reached a connectivity with the other interns that they never had before. So we learned from that too. Um, And they also learned about our culture through our employees. That would be our managers leading these interactions and and really, um, you know, staying in tune with the interns to give them feedback as they go. There is no in person is always the best, right? Um, because you can create it. And I think that's what we will strive for. But we've learned a lot about the technology we can use can, yeah. to stay connected. I, I love the fact that Jim had the first uh, cohort. I mean, this is um, uh, a, a very fortuitous for us here. Jim, you know, you had to devote some time, but you also knew from your own life experience how important having that, not just internship, but that relationship, that role modeling. Tell us a little more about it. And have you stayed in touch with any of those over the years? I, I, I talked to our interns, uh, the people that I brought into the company many years ago. We actually have individuals that were brought in as interns that are at very high levels of this company Great. that work directly for me and in other areas. And it's this connection. And it's not only the connection with the intern, it's it's the connection with the colleges. It's telling them about the great opportunities we could offer. It's staying in touch with with the placement offices 
and the curriculum of the colleges. I'll still get a call on occasion from a college talking about what we're seeing from our interns, where, where they could do a, a better job of preparing them for their careers in finance or technology. And it's very important to us. And those are relationships when you, you know, nothing makes you, makes me more proud than remembering that young person that sat across from our desk that were still in, they were still in college and they were pretty nervous. And now you see them develop and grow and become leaders in the company. That's what gives me the greatest pride of my job. Well, this has been a wonderful conversation and um thinking of the whole world that'll be able to watch this today, but also over the next year on the archive. Any last moment words of wisdom that you would like to share when you're thinking of all the people watching you who are also struggling uh, to help recover and revitalize education in the midst of this pandemic? We sat in a room in the, in the summertime and tried to decide what we could do, what would be the most impactful action we could take to help our communities, but also to improve the lives of our employees. And we immediately went to education. Education is the difference. If we could help our employees with the education of their children, we knew it would be a game changer. It's, it's a dream for some of these people who were like me, a first generation college graduate, we understood how difficult it was, not only from a financial standpoint, but we have virtually had hundreds of employees volunteer to help their, these children fill out their college applications, help them get through the process. And we knew the key was education. And not just for now, but for the future. We could really change the world with education and it's that important to us. And we're very committed to education and for our employees and their children. Well, Jim, thank you so much, Jim and Amy, for sharing those experiences here today. I look forward again to come down and visiting again, but I'm also looking forward to hearing the stories of others who you've inspired as they take their your ideas and adapt them and bring in others. We are going to come out of this pandemic stronger because we're focusing on how do we recover and then how do we revitalize education for that COVID-19 generation. Thank you again. Have a great day.